here. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me when I'm not doing anything else. As usual, I am joined by the perspiring patriot. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Man, we've been busy. We have been. It's like been like, it's not horrible, just life. Right. It's trying to make it to all these Cohen baseball games. Mm -hmm. And then your sister got married last weekend. Mm -hmm. Which is three weeks of nothing but running. Right, right. So... A lot has happened around here, like yeah. farming-wise. Easter has happened. Easter has happened. happened. I lost the a school board election. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's just been a ton that's happened. Just Tucker got fired. Tucker Carlson <laughs> got fired. No, it was a mutual. It was a mutual split. No, oh, okay. whatever. We had but a lot going on. We have. Sure. We have. Yeah. Our but. election's not certified yet, so we have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> Oh, for the school board? Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, for another day. And I day. just don't care. I've accepted the fact that I lost. I'd be kind of ticked if they came back and said I won. You would not. <laughs> I don't know. You're goofy. <laughs> so what has happened here is uh, the person that beat me beat me by like 35 or 40 votes. And the mail-in ballots have not been counted. And I don't know how many mail-in ballots was sent out. but 169. But they didn't get them all back. Mm-mm. But, so we don't know how many came back. But what? obviously there was enough to come back that if certain things happen, you know, if I got mm-hmm. so many votes and the other person didn't, maybe I could win. But I'm not holding my breath. And like I said, quite frankly, I kind of hope I don't. I, I've accepted the fact that I'm just not on the school board anymore, and I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said that in the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, if I lose, I lose. It's just what it is. Yeah. You and didn't do a whole lot of campaigning either. So. I didn't do any campaigning hardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm proud of the eight years I've served on it. And you know, if I want to do it, I go back two years in two years and try yeah. again or four years or whenever. Yeah. But I, I don't know. You had a great article in the hometown magazine. That was great. Yeah. We read that. That was good. So farming wise, there's been a ton that's happened since I've talked to you guys last, uh, here in Southeastern Illinois. Uh, the biggest story, though, in southeastern Illinois is it will not warm up, and I'm sure there's a it's bunch. Code. Of, I'm sure there's a bunch of you that listen to this program from anywhere, basically from Kansas East, that would agree. Like this is this spring is not showing up. It's the leaves are on the trees. Mm-hmm. It, sitting in this sunroom right now, looking outside, it looks like spring, but it's not. Mm-mm. It's cold. It's the perfect time to grow grow grass if you killed your grass this year. Because you're getting a little bit of rain. It's if you cooler. killed, like in your yard, you mean, if you yeah. killed it? Yeah. Well, who in the heck would kill their yard and their gra- or grass in their I yard? I did. Why? I did. On accident. I don't know what happened. You grabbed the wrong sprayers, which you No, did. I didn't. You had to. I didn't. Okay. You see that other grass out there is real green. I think it's this, whatever grass type does not like the spray that I used. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't like. She gone now. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like starting the spring out with a great looking yard. It was so pretty. Too. And then Jess goes out to spray the clover because. We cause fight clover we all year. Clo- we, yeah. We, we fight clover here yeah. and smokes the grass. I mean, deader than a doornail. Did it kill the clover though? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
I was that was probably what aggravated me the most is that that clover was still hanging on tight. What was that product called? T zone. T zone. T zone. Which I read the label. It looked to me like a bunch of broadleaf killers in it. So that right. makes me think the sprayer you used had to have been contaminated. But see, the first no, because I mixed up my first load and I did the back backyard, like the way backyard, the southern part of our yard, and I fill, finished out like a two or three gallon sprayer load of that, and then I filled it up with the same stuff, and then I think I just oversprayed. Which is what 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 is kind of weird is you used the same sprayer uh-huh. for all of this same mixture wherever you sprayed the Kentucky thirty one it didn't, didn't affect touch. it at all yeah didn't it didn't touch kill it. it it's whatever kind of grass we have like where the our, sod seed turf grass yeah the turf grass is which is like a tall fescue that's, that's what, what Kentucky thirty one is I thought no oh well okay whatever it's all kinds of mixtures in Kentucky thirty one I don't know whatever anyway but anyway smoked. <laughs> Smoked the turf grass. So yep. whatever. Yep. But I don't know, around here, um, it since it won't warm up, it just won't dry up, to, at least to my liking. Now there, it, and it's really funny. Here in Wabash County, uh, I would say half the crop is in the ground, corn and soybeans. Around if, here? If not a little bit more. Yeah. Because people have been running like They've crazy. been going crazy. But you just yeah. go right across the bump hall over to Bone Gap in Edwards County. Mm-hmm. And there's just not a whole lot that's been done over there. It's it. I think those guys over there might be just a little more patient, you know. And all a lot of my friends were all planting, and I'm not saying they were doing the wrong thing by planting. I mean, mm-hmm. teach their own. Mm-hmm. I didn't get started until Wednesday, and I didn't hit it very hard anyway, mm-hmm. just because it's so damn cold. Mm-hmm. It just won't warm up. Yeah, I mean, you look at the cal- the calendar, and the calendar says, "Well, it's probably about time to start," but not that. Whenever you're only getting up to like 53 in the daytime, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Right. I like to plant in short sleeves. <laughs> I really do. And I got a cab tractor, but I like to plant in short sleeves. So you can get your farmer's tan early on. There you go. <laughs> but I mean, hell, I don't like planting in car hearts. No. But I mean, I've got, I don't know, 170 acres of beans in the ground. And that's it. I've got all my spraying done. Been running that terrigator. Yeah. Like. I really like it. Yeah, it's doing a great job. I'm picking up my fertilizer down to the river, bringing it back here to the to the farm. I'm saving a shitload on fertilizer costs. Yeah, and then I'm applying it myself, which I found out our local uh, co op is charging ten dollars an acre to apply it. So now I'm saving that ten bucks. Yeah, I don't think it cost me very much to run that tarragate. It's just cool. And then Cohen got to cute. run it. You look real cute running it. Do I? Yeah, and your little three wheeler. It's a big three wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> and but, Cohen looks like a big top dog on in that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty tall. Is that the tallest piece of equipment that we have? No, it's the no. it's not as tall as a combine. Oh, okay. But it looks it looks huge. Yeah, it's a bigger piece of equipment, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, as, I'm a, as a non farmer, it looks massive. Right. It looks intimidating. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. There's a lot of farmers out there that's I'm hell. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of them around here that's probably power washing their planters and getting ready to put them away. <laughs> I'm serious. They're just done. These guys that have a bean planter and a corn planter, and they just flat get after it, and they've got the manpower to keep them with seed and keep them, if they're doing starter fertilizer, mm-hmm. keeping them with all that. And a lot of these fields they did, even though it was cold, look pretty good. I mean, none of it's, very little of it's up, I should say. But whenever they pull out of the field, I mean, it's not like they were dragging mud balls out on the road and yeah. really ugly and stuff up. Yeah. So it's just, it's that corn will probably come out of the ground. It'd be somewhat yellow, mm-hmm. not feeling well. Mm-hmm. needing heat growing degree units but it'll I 
I mean, these a lot of these guys do this every year, and they always end up with a stand, or lots of times. And we haven't had a whole bunch of rain either. That's also helped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We haven't been getting these four-inch toad stranglers. I mean, it's probably been a month since we've had one of those. Toad stranglers? Yeah, toad okay. stranglers. Okay, the ones where they drown Have the toads. Have you never heard that? <laughs> I don't know. I said that to Cohen yesterday in the interrogator, and, Dad, and he goes, Dad, what? I said, yeah. toad strangler. He goes, what's that? Oh, that's funny. You never heard of a toad strangler? I think I've heard you say that. It makes me laugh, chuckle every time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, I'm pretty much ready to go to plant. I just need warm weather. Of course, a lot of my stuff's still wet, too. I mean, nothing dries whenever it's 50 degrees outside and cloudy. But, you know, so since I killed all this grass, like you did three years ago... You know, I did the same exact thing that you did, and I've got splotches. And they, I called a landscaping guy to come out and help me fix it, and then he never showed up, and that's fine. And then uh, he's like, yeah, you can get through two mows, and you should be out of the weeds. <laughs> it should come back to you. And I'm like, okay, this stuff ain't coming back. No. <laughs> but I'm taking this weather to my advantage to, to grow some grass right here in, you the, should go, in the spring. That's a play on words. What? You should go through two mows and you should be out of the weeds. Nope, the weeds are still there, but the grass is deader than hell. <laughs> That's true. Oh, gosh. Dandelions and crabgrass is coming in hot. Now yep. I got some treatment for that too. But yep. anyway, so right now is my busy season to do all of the outside work at the house, at the farm. And we talked about painting the shops, maybe, maybe the sheds this year at some point, if we get around to it. Sometimes we toss around these ideas and we'll get to it in a year or two. (laughs) Yeah, and it never materializes. You know, a few years ago, I had to sandblast the concrete out here by the pool. That was a huge project. Yeah. So if we would have had the right equipment, it would have gone a lot faster. Yeah, and if we wouldn't have tried to save money. Right. And then if you wouldn't have, like, wired in the battery backwards, wouldn't have caught fire. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) That is very true <laughs> on a portable air compressor. Yep. Oh, man. My dumbass so. didn't pay a lick of attention. And, and you'd think a farmer would know better than to mm-hmm. put the negative on the positive and positive on the negative. Yeah. Boy, I had to fire flying. Yeah. Well, this year, since it's been cooler, I do not want to get out and power wash the, the concrete. Because with stamped concrete, you've got to seal it every single year. It doesn't look very good. So, I've, I've been out there and I found what's called, I watched some TikToks. And I showed, and I talked to Ryan about it. I said, "Hey, I watched some TikToks. I yeah, had to get a that new- instantly had me worried. <laughs> I had to get a new power wash nozzle. Oh, and it, okay. And it's a rotary nozzle. Yeah. And I don't know where this thing's been my whole life, but I just found out about it. It's the best thing since sliced bread, I do believe. And um, it's made my, I think it's made my life really, really easy. So I can't wait to get it out there this week and maybe get some sealer on it this this week. So yeah. I'm excited cuz the mild temperatures works really good especially if it's not humid outside and that'll set up really nice and it'll be pretty. Right. It'll look really good. Mhm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my that's what my week is going to look like. Yeah. And has been looking like. Huh. And honestly, I haven't had I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to the news the past yeah. month basically yeah. cuz I've just been so freaking busy doing everything else. Um yeah, up until, I don't know, last week, I had made it to every one of Cohen's baseball games. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you who don't know, and I didn't know this until now, the high school baseball season is almost like the major leagues. Like, they play every day, mm. almost. Like, they'll have I don't four. Think I knew that. They'll have, I didn't know it. I didn't know they had that many games. Yeah. 
but they'll play four games in a week, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, or you know, that might be this week, and then next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or whatever. And they have some Saturday games. They right? have some Saturday games, and some of these games are two hours away from home, and I was still trying to make them, so mm-hmm. when it came to working, you know, I, if the game was at 4.30, I'd have, to, I'd have to leave the farm at 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then naturally you don't get back home till nine o'clock. And it's just now starting to stay light till eight o'clock. So you're you're like, "Ah." I just, I haven't had much time to listen to news to, to go through it. I'm, and because I'm losing so much work time going to these games, I'm not taking any extra time to do anything media associated. If I don't hear it on the radio, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. What radio are you listening to, though? The AM radio. Yeah. So here recently, Ryan and I have really been changing up some things. So we canceled DirecTV, so we don't get that. We don't get the DVR, the pause, and the rewind as you go. We we subscribe to Sling, which we'll probably cancel here soon because that's just an extra expense we're not using. Not really. The only reason we did it is because it had the news channels. It had Fox News on it. Yeah. And but now, now that Tucker's gone, I couldn't care less about Fox News. Right. So the only reason we paid for Fox Nation and Sling, Fox Nation, you don't get Fox Live. And then Sling, you do get Fox Live. Fox right. Business and Fox right. News Live. Anyways. Um, and then... Tucker goes away, and I told Ryan, I said, I've been listening to the local radio stations here lately. And yeah. he's like, I've been listening to nothing but AM radio. <laughs> I'm like, well, which is, it's normal for me. It's a shift for me, though. Okay. Because it's usually something through my phone. It's a podcast. It's, you know, something else. Yeah. i tell you what, the news just sucks. Uh-huh. To listen to them, and you just know, whatever they're saying, maybe a quarter of it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if they're not actually lying to you, they're not telling you the whole story. Right. You know, they're they're trying to slant everything. Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous. And I just, I don't know. In the mornings now, I watch like over the air local TV. And it's still somewhat propaganda. It is, totally. I mean, left-leaning, crazy, you know, people at J6 are stupid and the conspiracy theorists, yada, yada. they yeah. Dumber than hell. Yeah. Just, the discernment gets exhausting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So basically in the mornings, I, you know, we wake up at 5.30 or so, and I watch the weather, like, over and over and over. I switch back and forth <laughs> between do. local channels to find out who's saying the weather. They all generally <laughs> say pretty much the same thing. And then I leave the house and go to work. Mm-hmm. And through the day, listen to AM. Did you hear uh, that these auto... I think I've got that story. Oh, because you don't have much. I don't have much for you guys no. today. I'll be the first to tell you. And this is really just kind of off the cuff. Yeah, this we is, don't this have is like not going to be your typical podcast man. just because we don't, I honestly, don't just don't have much ready mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. But I did have this from Forbes, Radio Silent, Tesla, Ford, and more EVs face out AM radio. So their claim is these electric vehicles, for those of you who listen to AM radio, you know, when you're around a power line, especially a high voltage power line, You'll lose AM radio. All you hear is the buzz of the electricity going through the power line. Uh, during a big rain event or an electrical storm, lightning and everything, you, it'll really tear up AM radio where you can't hardly hear it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying these electric vehicles create some sort of weird frequencies or whatever that destroy the AM signal and you just can't hear it in the huh. car. That's what, they're, that's what they're claiming. Yeah. Okay. But also, as I read through this article... Um, let me see where it says this Ford announced in its March plans to phase out AM radio in most of its new and updated 
car models, even those with internal combustion engines. Hmm. Well, let's see here. Let's do some thinking. What what primarily is the format on AM radio? Talk radio. Talk radio. Yeah. Politics. Mm -hmm. And of that, who are your hosts and what uh, side of the political spectrum do they generally lean towards? Uh, Well, I mean, I'm thinking NPR. I mean, I listen to Rush on AM. That's how I started listening to him. And he was on what side of the political spectrum? Conservative, right. Right. Yeah. Okay, so today, the hosts that are, I'm not talking NPR. Yeah. I'm talking like capitalistic mom and pop all the way up to big clear channel stations. Yeah. Who Who's on there? Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. He's more to the right. Mm-hmm. Dan Bongino, more to the right. Sean Hannity, Dave Ramsey, Mark Levin, how I could go on, Clay mm-hmm. and Buck, mm-hmm. all people that's on the right. And they're all on AM. On AM. Mm-hmm. Now, in some of your bigger cities, there are some FM talk radio stations. But for the most part, most of these guys' main platform is AM radio. Yeah. Rush saved AM radio back in the day. You know, AM was basically dead when FM came along because who wants to listen to this crackling, popping, and hissing and yeah. all your electrical line problems and stuff like that when you're around that stuff when FM is just, I mean, it's stereo sound. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Rush Limbaugh with a great radio program. People's willing to put up with some of that stuff to hear his content. Yeah. And then you had all the people that followed suit, yeah. who I just named. I just wonder if deep in the bowels and crevices of the freaking people who, I don't know, have a little bit of power, the CEO maybe of Ford Motor Company or maybe their board of directors, mm-hmm. um, if they're not persuaded or have been flat-ass bought off by some people with power in the United States government. Yeah. That's an easy way to keep these guys' word from getting out is to just delete the AM radio. That's true. But honestly, I don't think there's very many people that listen to AM. We have access to so many different ways of listening to things on air. Like, so many different ways. Besides the radio. Yeah. Okay, so... Here's a quote from this article. Okay. Today, broadcast radio continues to be the most popular source of in-car entertainment. Furthermore, over 40% of all radio listening is done in cars more than either at work or in the home. Did they give an age group? Uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. I didn't print off the whole article, but yeah. um, one-third, they said, of all AM radio listeners are over the age of 65. Now, if you think about that, if you think about that, those people grew up with AM radio. Right. That was, I mean, whenever they were kids, there That's was they, an FM radio. Okay. So some of those people were probably just, well, we had AM radio. I liked this station. There's a lot of local AM radio stations. Mm-hmm. Tons of them, actually. I think as the article said somewhere, it's like over 4,000 mm. local AM radio stations spread out throughout the United States. Okay. Well, one-third of these people that grew up with it obviously stayed there. And I'd say they probably listened to a lot of the same stuff that I listen to, the the people who have talk radio shows. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of ag broadcasts Ah, on am radio yeah you know like uh, our local am radio station 1390 out of fairfield 
Illinois, they have a bunch of ag type stuff plus local news hmm. and, and, and things like that. So th- there, there's a big push now by people that own AM radio stations. And then Sean Hannity, I've, I've heard has a, uh, an advertisement on the radio to text such and such to tell Congress to preserve AM radio, which I don't know how that works. I don't know why Congress, what Congress could do to tell Ford, no, you must put an AM radio in a car. If Ford doesn't want to do it, they don't have to. They don't to. have, to. They and I, have and, to. And I don't think that Congress should get involved in this. Right. Just like they shouldn't get involved in the gas stove thing. Exactly. Like this is all personal preference. Stove, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if I'm so, di- I tell you what, like, okay, so I want AM radio in my tractors. I want it in my truck, mm-hmm. my pickup, my, my semis. I, 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 get, I just have to find another option. Either I don't buy a Ford vehicle or if I did buy a Ford vehicle, Find another radio to put in it, mm-hmm. you know, and then there'll be an entrepreneur out there that might make an AM radio that looks slick, that looks like it's factory that goes in that Ford vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, it could open up the doors for some, you know, ambitious entrepreneurs, or it could just people like me would just say, you know what? I, I just think there's something sinister about this, or I just half ass smell a rat for you guys not putting, or, you know, picking on AM. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to buy a Ford because I'm just not going to support that. Interesting. I like AM. I do because like I I can listen to 890 WLS out of Chicago all the way down here. And I do every once in a while. I'll turn it on for a few minutes. See what's going on in Chicago. Like when, during the election, whenever it's Pritzker versus Bailey. Yeah. I can get all the Illinois news off that. Okay. You can't hear none of that shit down here where we live. No. You know. Well, and you don't. Yeah. But you can hear everything going on up there. Huh. You know, the battle between uh, Lori Lightfoot during in, in the primaries and everything. Uh-huh. You, I could just get new Chicago news. I could do the same thing out of St. Louis, 1120 KMOX. I can listen to that. Um, there's all kinds of, hell, there for a while, this has been years ago, in the evening, I can't remember who it was, there was a radio talk show host out of Atlanta, Georgia. Hmm. And I could get Atlanta's AM radio station here in southeastern Illinois. I can't okay. remember what, I can't remember what the call letters of that station was. It was a big one. But anyway, I. it's just, I like AM because, I mean, you can actually hear radio stations from a long, long way away. You can't do that with FM, you know. Right. You get get outside of 50 miles of wherever an FM transmitter is, you're probably going to lose a station. Yeah, yeah. So, I just find it interesting, though, that AM typically's format is conservative radio talk show hosts. And, and Ford they're phasing is, it out. And they're going to try to give them the axe. And I don't buy this shit either of these electric vehicles uh, because they run off electricity, create <laughs> all kinds of weird frequencies. They're, you don't BS, buy it. There's, mm. there's got to be ways to uh, ground something. And I don't know how all that works, but there's got to be things that you can do mm-hmm. to get rid of the static that whatever is being created so you can receive the signal coming on AM. I, I just personally think that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just kind of smell a rat right hmm. there. Interesting. Interesting yeah. take. Yeah. I think you've got some great points on there, though. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Whatever. Huh. So. Do you have any other conspiracy theories that you're interested in? I think Tucker Carlson <laughs> got fired. I don't think this is conspiracy theory. I think this is pretty straightforward, simple, and plain, whatever. I think the reason Tucker Carlson got fired, and he got fired... Don't let Fox fool you by saying, oh, it was a, we mutually agreed to part ways. He had a show on Friday. He said he'll see you on Monday. He said he'll see you on Monday. But what did he talk about on Friday? All these other networks 
that propped up the COVID vaccine mm. and then started and then started uh, lying to you about and not telling you what I just, you know, the entire truth. Like, hey, there's some side effects going on here, mm-hmm. but we're not going to report them. And they're not really FDA approved. Yeah. I, I think that whenever Tucker said that, that Friday night, and he started slamming those other news organizations for promoting this vaccine, or it's not a vaccine, this shot, I think that really pissed off the people at Fox because who makes the vaccines? Pfizer. Pfizer. Moderna. Their biggest contributor. I mean, their biggest. Johnson, yeah. Their biggest advertisers. And, yeah. t- and Tucker just went on there and slammed them. Mm-hmm. And it's probably right. So that's not news, though. That's nope. that's not the way that is bought and paid for information. Mm-hmm. Pfizer is paying enough money to to control the news in in that kind of way. I, I think it's in all kinds of ways. I mean, you got to think about it. I, even even the 2020 election, I mean, the coverage on that and the fact that there was fraud that happened, there was all these witness testimonies that this was happening and there were dead people voting and every everything was trying. I mean, the only place that I could ever hear, like, I feel like closer to the truth was secondary media sources, places that you hadn't even heard of. And you thought, oh, that sounds nuts. And I'm like, yeah, but it's happening. There's hearings right now going on right now with all these witness testimonies and Fox wouldn't even, they wouldn't even entertain it. And I yeah. think that has everything to do with this information war and well, the suppressing information from Pfizer. and Well, because <laughs> Pfizer buys huge amounts of yes. monies or yes. pays huge amounts of money to Fox yeah. to advertise. And if you, if you look back and you think, okay, why would they only give us a certain amount of truth? Well, if you actually think about it, Pfizer's the one who put out this vaccine and said that it's safe and effective and there's no side effects and you should be, you should not get COVID and you're not going to spread COVID and it's going to be, you know, save lives of your grandma. They had to have known that was a blatant lie. Yeah, but they go out there and tell you this. There's no way they're going to give an opposing opinion about any of it. Or these other doctors saying that if you're young and healthy, there's no reason for you to take it. Yeah. All they're doing is showing, hey, you're not going to be able to buy groceries, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't get it. You're not going to be able to travel. And not only that, the Biden White House just, uh, I think they just re-upped their, you have to be vaccinated to come into the U.S. Mm-hmm. S- statute or whatever they, whatever it's called, deal. I thought they just relaxed some of that. Mm-mm. Maybe the masks, but not the... They just renewed it. Oh. Saying that you have to be vaccinated to, be, to come into the U.S. Okay. Which is crazy to me. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. I read an article in Epoch Times about how this guy had, he was a uh, crop duster pilot. And um, and maybe I'll share that with you guys next week or something. But um, he filed for federal reimbursement of his medical expenses because the day within like 12 hours of getting the shot he had like he said the only way that he could explain it was a brain explosion like the back of his neck started feeling very hot and then he had um some sort of fibroids that happened and it messed with a lot of different stuff anyways his doctor actually said this was caused by the vaccine and then this federal board that's involved with the U.S. government says, no, that's not true. And then he didn't get reimbursed for yeah. his. There's only been like, I think maybe two people that have been paid out out of that fund. Right. Yeah. You just can't trust much of what the media has to offer. 
they might offer a little bit of tidbits of truth, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems to me like it's it just gets worse and worse. And then went the no, Tucker was the number one personality Fox had. Yes, the number one, and not only at Fox, across that across all media corporations yes. in that time slot, he was number one. And they let him go. Yeah, parted ways. That tells me that Fox cares more about getting Pfizer's money than what they care about their viewers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's also interesting, which is a different, it's a parallel to this. So I was listening to Flashpoint, and there was a preacher, pastor on there who does some prophecy, and he said, here's the date of the prophecy, and it said, the prophecy said something along the lines of, your media is not going to be called your media anymore. You're, you're not going to, you will experience something different than what your media is today. It'll be totally different. And I think that we are seeing that happen. Could be. I don't know. So, I, I, it's very interesting. But I the, mean, but we have never, I mean, this whole place is so divided right now, and I feel like we're actually coming together on some of the, like, people are agreeing and seeing through some of this stuff. Honestly, I do. Some of it. Mm-hmm. But then, we live in such a crazy world. That Bannon guy, what's his name? Steve. Steve Bannon. Yeah. I, I read or I heard somewhere the other day that he thinks that Trump, who is running for president here in 2024, uh-huh. should pick, or it would be, he didn't say should, he said it'd be a, it, w- it might not be a bad idea to pick uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as a running mate. Oh, geez. What a joke. Mm. Now, granted, Robert F. Ke- Kennedy Jr. and I, we probably do share a few of the same opinions in regards to these COVID vaccines and the way COVID was handled and things like that. Mm-hmm. That is where it ends with that guy. Yeah, he's pretty liberal. Because that guy is a liberal, he, pretty yeah, liberal. He's pretty liberal. He is as liberal as you can get. I was being mild, I guess. Yeah, very, yeah. very much. So. I mean, mm-hmm. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the guy that came out and said, if there are climate deniers out there, they need to be thrown in jail because climate change is real. He's just real confused. He's an idiot. that. But he's got the Children's Health Defense Ministry, Health Defense Organization, and that helps kids that have been vaccine injured. Well, that's see. There's nothing and they go wrong after the that. big companies. I think that's huge. I think that's massive. So there, it's a little there's, bit. There's a little bit of like, he just doesn't make all the sense to me in the world. Where does he stand on gun control? He wants to take your guns. He wants to take your guns. Yeah. And it, it, that's what I'm saying. We live in such a wacky world that somebody would suggest that that, that a guy like that should be Trump, or could be Trump's running mate. Not it might only, not be a bad idea. If and I, I know you, the thinking behind it, but it's not good I thinking. Know. The thinking behind it. Do you know what the thinking behind that is? Well, I mean, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat, but he's running against Joe Biden, and he already has Mm -hmm. 20% support from the Democrat party, according to polls. Yeah. 20% of the Democrats that would vote in the primary would already vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Mm -hmm. Because they they just are not going to reelect Biden, Mm -hmm. which is a problem. So what, what Bannon's thinking is... Trump is by far and away ahead in all your polls right now for who would be, you know, most likely if a Republican was elected, who would that Republican be? Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, then if you could bring this Kennedy guy on board and he would actually bring his 20% over, you couple that with what Trump already has, like yeah. it would be a landslide. Yeah, I don't victory. see Trump I doing don't, that. Well, and I don't see these people that support Kennedy 
just because he's now going to be vice president going, yeah, no oh, well, I'm following him right down the Trump right. train. No way. They are way. so anti-Trump. There's no... Damn right. Yeah, there's no a, way. There's going to be always those anti-Trumpers. That Speaking just, of Trump. Uh-oh. Is, is, is there some sort of... And I've only heard tidbits about this, and you would okay. probably know more about it. Is there it. some woman that's claiming that Trump raped her 30 years ago? Oh, go, yeah. Like, is there some kind of court going on about that right now or trial or something court. i don't know if it's court what is it what's going on with that well she's saying that she was um assaulted by him when like 30 years ago a long time ago and she said it wasn't fun but like she's the same woman that actually years ago admitted to sexually ass- assaulting an, a man that she worked with she did yes she did the assaulting yes so this whole story is just kind of wa- wacky like, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm just like, okay. I'm trying to figure out how that would work. Mainstream. Well, I think that, you know, we live in a, <laughs> what did Rush used to call it? A, <laughs> we live in a uh, Pusai, <laughs> um, if I'd, world. You know, that's oh, what, yeah. that's what it, we do live in that kind of a world. And so, so any, a strong woman any, could overtake a man. Is that what he's saying? Any woman these days feels like they're being assaulted or harassed if a man makes a comment to her like oh you look nice today or puts her hand his hand on her shoulder and says hey look at this report or hey you did really good in that interview you know they they take all of these things and they take them super personal and they misconstrue their words and yeah, then they say okay. this person has okay. harassed me and it's sexual harassment and i'm going to charge you again so she she admitted to saying yes i harassed that man on a daily basis and i told him you know i would I listened to the interview this week. I lifted up my skirt and I showed him my knee and a little bit of my thigh. And I would, I would say, Hey, you know, you want some of this? And she's like, yes, that's how I sexually harassed him. I would harass him honestly every day. Most guys would like stuff like that. So that's what, but she was just admitting to doing that. So (laughs) just crazy. This is the craziest world ever. I know. I know. Like most but guys. Like, like if I ever had like a supervisor or something, I'm awkward around men anyways, especially if I'm not married right. to you. <laughs> right. Which you're only married to but, me, right? right? Right. Yes. Okay. So if any, if any man were to get that close to me to put his hand on my shoulder, I would be freaking out and immediately start sweating. But um, like if anybody ever did that, I would never think that it's like, assume that it's, especially if an elderly man, which is when that typically happens. Like an old man will walk up and put your hand, you know, put so, just kind of so like at cre- church. Or, so Sleepy uh, Joe, he's he's got an excuse. For no, 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 no. <laughs> that guy's weird. He sniffs people's hair and ears and stuff. <laughs> it's way weird. But I'm just saying, like, I don't. And we live in super rural world, so it's not like a. Well, the thing know. is, is is the, let's just hypothetically let's just say this did actually happen. Okay, thirty years ago. Yeah. What the hell's taking you so long to say something? They can't, they can't get anything on Trump to stick. It slides off this him. Is, this has been my problem. Like, this is my problem with the entire Me Too movement. Yeah. Now, if, if, if it's legit and somebody is raped or assaulted or whatever, some woman, I, I'm all for that woman coming forward and, and whoever did it getting prosecuted, getting, getting their asses handed to them. Within a certain amount of time, let your credibility you is so damaged. Thirty let, years later, let whatever. Me ask, okay, let me ask you this: Do you believe that there's a good old boys club? A good old boys club. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need an example of what you're talking about. Anybody that knows what a good old boys club or has witnessed one, they know exactly what I'm talking about. All these old men 
are just like executives or something. Of of a company? <laughs> or a club or whatever. They've just been around for ages and that this is just how they work. This is how they operate. It is what it is. Like, and if there is a uh, main decision maker making these assaults towards these women and like she tries to voice her opinion to somebody and nobody listens or takes her serious and then the police are like, well, that, you know, that company or that organization actually is a huge donor to the police station. Like, I could see where that would, that would be hard for a woman to make a claim or multiple women to make claims. But I totally get what you're saying because a lot of these things cannot be proven. There's not a police report from back in the day. Well, honestly, and, if there's not even a police report, it must not have been that damn bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I just... I. I, 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 I just cannot stand... I totally agree. ...these people I, who claim... I, uh, claim that such and such raped them 30 years ago but they didn't say anything 30 years ago mm -hmm. but now whenever maybe there could be a political opportunity to take somebody's knees out that you don't like for whatever reason mm -hmm. you just claim that that happened it's 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 what did rush always used to say it's not the nature it's not the nature of the evidence it's the seriousness of the charge remember that <laughs> no. he would always say that which i mean rape is a serious charge yeah whether it's proven that it happened or not who cares isn't it's that just probably the most serious of all things i mean you could of say, course you could argue that murder is worse than that but that you know a rape victim has to live every single day through that so right i would say that's but, but the thing is, is like, okay, where's your evidence this happened besides you just running Same. your yacker saying that it happened? And, and, and plus, you know what else? I'm just going to tell you. What also diminishes her credibility mm. is th if this happened 30 years ago, she's not near as good looking right now as probably she was 30 years ago. I'm just saying this is the way it is in life. You know? Mm -hmm. So this woman is not a good looking woman. I saw her on TV the other day. She looks very aged. She looks like she probably sat in the tanning bed a couple too many times. So it also, in the the reality of it, I just look at her and I'm like, well, hell, who would want you anyway? I, and that, that sounds awful. <laughs> but I mean, it's still, it's part of the credibility thing. Okay. In my mind. But even, well, even, but even, but even without, yeah, I yeah. am a man. But even without that. Even without that, dude, this happened 30 years ago. And right now you're just saying, well, yeah. Harvey Weinstein uh -huh. getting nailed. That's what motivated me to do it. That was back in what? 2016. Well, then why didn't you say something whenever Trump was running for his first term? Mm -hmm. Why now? I don't know. I don't get it. I, I do know. not get it. I think that the Democrats are just trying to see whatever is going to stick. That's They're exactly see. right. They keep throwing like, shit at the wall, mm -hmm. hoping one of the turds will stick. And do you know that like our Congress is still like Russia, Russia, Russia? You know, Trump is a Russian agent. They still believe all that stuff. Do you know that? They do. Democrats, Republicans, or Democrats. all the above? Democrats. Oh. And I'm no, sure, I have no idea. I'm sure some Republicans, but yeah. or well, rhinos. I, it sounds like uh, Hunter Biden's getting looked at pretty hard, though, right now. That's something that's not being reported very much. Dan that's Bongino true. has said a lot about that here mm -hmm. in the past uh, couple weeks. You know, all the shit that, I mean, they have the goods on Hunter. Yeah. The laptop. Yep. The ev the actual evidence they of his wrongdoing. They have it on the whole doing. Biden family. But 
I don't know. As for the good old boys club, I never even thought about that. But if you don't, if it really happened and your local police won't do anything. Okay, but you can't tell me that there's not some sort of power in name recognition in small towns and in big towns. For a cover up? Yes. (sighs) You you actually, I mean, listen. Yes, somewhat. Look at the deep state. Are you serious right now? No, I... I get what you're saying. Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. But generally that has to do with money laundering and, and shit like that. Or you don't think money, drugs, alcohol, and sex, all don't, they don't all go together? together? <laughs> well, the rape thing. That's what we're talking about, not sex, rape. I'm just saying. Could have been. And, so, then, they, and then she determined that it was I don't something know. else. Maybe she was under the influence and then decided it was... I don't know. The latter? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy for a second this woman was raped. Uh, not at all. It's yeah. I think the I think the story's a farce. But I mean, it, it just is what it is, though. I mean, what, what she's doing, anybody could do to anyone at any time. If any of our listeners want to listen to what Trump's policies say right now, you're going to be like, "This is the America that I know. This is the America that we are. It is not this whole." you know, trans rights or people's rights or whatever. You know, it's not this whole child mutilation rights have a place in our society. None of it. Right. Um, it's actually it's actually putting some pretty strong strong things in place. Yeah. For for our education, our country, trade, all that good stuff. So it's exciting to hear him talk. So I listen to his speeches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I listened to a few congressional hearings in the last few weeks. What were they about? Ah, all different kinds of stuff. Mm. A lot of the border stuff is is being propped up right now in the news, and a lot of people are coming out saying we have got a massive problem, I and mean, we've had it for a long time, and nobody's going down there and visiting. And there was this whistleblower that um, showed up, and she gave a testimony saying that the DHS is actually delivering these kids to people that aren't being approved and they're a part of this child trafficking ring and um, it's legal. Speaking of illegal immigrants, didn't you mm-hmm. just tell me that J.B. Prisker signed something healthcare-wise to take care of a bunch of illegals in Illinois? Government subsidies and the taxpayers are going to be like liable for $1 billion of, of health care for illegal Aliens yep. in Illinois. You know what's also interesting? Yeah. Is that he's claiming that Illinois is up in population. <laughs> when we are like the third from the bottom of, what is, what is it called? What's it called whenever people leave states? Um, De- depopulation? I don't know. D. De- Anyways. So when people leave the state, so he's like, no way, we've got people moving into the state. I honestly think that he's using these numbers that like um, Texas Governor Abbott is sending here to Chicago, to our, quote, sanctuary city in Chicago. I honestly think that he's using those numbers as population numbers. Funny funny that you say that. Okay. Okay. Um, I have this from way back in January, and we never got to it on the show, but this is from IllinoisPolicy.org. In 2020... The state of Illinois lost 79,500 people. In 2021, that would have been in the middle of COVID, lost another 100,000 people. 
and in 2022 lost another 104,000 people. (laughs) That's like, I'm reading this off this piece of paper. Why we didn't get to that a long time ago is fine. See, I did have some show prep. I just did it a long, long time ago. Um, (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. So what I, so I think what he's coming out and saying is like, we are, we are growing, we're growing, we're growing, boom, we're growing. So we've got almost 300,000 people that left. In the past three years, basically. Three three years, almost 300. Yeah. And we've got about 200,000 illegal immigrants in Illinois right now. Yeah. And that's a rough estimate. Um. I don't have the figures in front of me, but so it's really, really funny that those, I mean, they're what, give or take a hundred thousand. Not only that, I just want everybody to know also the department of, um, the people who take care of the migrant children who actually place them with quote families, they have lost over 85,000 children in this country. Yeah. You told me that the other day, Mm -hmm. like they can't find the kids that they placed. Mm -hmm. Wow. They placed them, and now they can't get a hold of them. Yeah. So, where are they at? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about, too, uh, when is when are some of these, and, and our shithole state, Illinois, is governed by liberals. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and they're not just in Chicago. I mean, there's a certain number of them held right here locally. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll be nice to them when I see them, but, I mean, politically, they're pieces of shit. You just don't have anything in common with them. I don't. But... You know, when are some of these people going to step back and start looking at like, okay, why is Florida gaining so much population Mm -hmm. and Illinois losing population like we are? I mean, it's quite simple if you ask me. You know, you look at the draconian measures that Pritzker instituted during COVID. Our taxes here in Illinois. The the gun bans that he just tried to pull off where all mm-hmm. the sheriffs came together and says, not around here, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, and the state's attorneys that said, okay, we're not going to prosecute it if somebody does get brought in on right, this charge. Right, You know, but it's stuff like that. When are the Democrats going to step back and go, it's our policies is a reason people are leaving and that's it. Unfortunately, what's going to happen here is we just lost 300,000 people, many of which who I, most of which I'm sure were taxpayers. I am sure of that mm-hmm. because poor people don't have poor people can't hardly afford to move, right? Mm-hmm. So we just lost three hundred thousand taxpayers right here in our piece of shit state. Who's going to make up all that? Well, Us. you're looking at them. Yeah, you know, it, Jess and I had a weird deal just happen last week. So I bought my Volvo semis. <laughs> uh, bought one of them at the. Oh, October, Bought one of them, the third week, of October, about the second one, the second week of November. So basically a month apart. You liked it so much. You went back for another. Exactly. He had a, <laughs> he had that thing's brother sitting right there. So I went and bought it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I did not realize whenever you buy in Illinois, no matter if you buy in state or out of state, when you buy a vehicle off of a dealer, you have 30 days to change that title into your name and pay the sales tax on it, mm-hmm. or otherwise they're going to start giving you fines and interest. Mm-hmm. And it was about 60 days before I changed the names over to me from that dealership. Why? Because, because the, the dealer gave me yes. a, a temporary tag. That had an expiration date on it. Yeah, so I was just I, I figured I would just drive on that temporary tag. And I was continue thinking, to do work and help pay for the semi. Yeah, I, I I just thought I'd do that and save save the money of actually having to pay for the tag, 
for another 30 days. You know, money in my bank account's better than money in anybody else's. And that's what I was thinking. Boy, was I wrong on that one. Mm-hmm. You have 30 days if you buy a vehicle from a dealer to get that thing switched. Otherwise, they're going to charge you penalties and interest for not paying your sales tax in a timely fashion. So they charged uh, roughly about $400 per truck for filing too late. And then they charged a late filing fee, which was roughly 80 to $100 per truck. I mean, the bill was about $1,000, wasn't it? And then they charged interest for both trucks. That's right. On top of that. Yeah. So it was it was just $5 shy of 1000 bucks between the two trucks. Yeah, I, and that and, and I called the office and I said, "Ma'am, I don't we didn't know about that. How are we supposed to know about this?" Well, when you went to the DMV and I said, "Wouldn't the DMV tell us that we were supposed to do that or I mean, we bought these out of state." And she said, I guess it's in the fine print on the form and I don't have the form in front of me. And I said, well, it says call here. And if you don't feel like you owe these charges, call this number. So I stayed online for, you know, on the phone for 25 minutes trying to figure it out. And uh, she, <laughs> she said, I know it says that, but you would have to write an abatement and the reason why, and you're supposed to know this anyways. And it's in your RUT 25 form. You're supposed to know this anyway. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. All what right. if I was an individual just buying a truck and I had no clue what I was getting into? Tough like, shit. <laughs> Tough shit. Uh, yeah. Of course, like I, taxes on taxes on taxes is what Illinois is. Yeah. Red tape on top of red tape. You mark my word. Throw they, some cardboard in there. They, they will go tape. after our savings account before it's all said and done. Or, or, or your retirement savings account. A one-time tax mm-hmm. to help shore up... You know, blah, blah, blah. And if, and if you don't go along with it, then you're not wanting to help the poor and the sick. You want to see something that's sad. You drive over to Marion and Carbondale and see how many places have shut down. Just businesses? Just gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Closed down, vacant, looks terrible. And when we moved to Marion back in 02, 03, 02, it was booming. Carbondale was booming. New shops going up. Mall was cranking out stuff. It was great, but no, it's it's a it's a sad state of affairs over there. Well, I mean, you and I have talked about just going and finding a old house or something in Tennessee or Indiana. some other better state. Yeah. Well, if we're going to do it out of state, do so. Do, I mean, Indiana is a lot better than Illinois, but if you're going to do it, let's do it right <laughs> and just go find some old house down in you know dilapidated mobile home sitting down in Tennessee with an address in it mm-hmm. and make that our residence. We've talked about it, you know, because the amount of taxes that we pay, it's outrageous. Yeah. We'd be doing pretty good if we didn't have to pay the amount of taxes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, holy cow. Yeah. But I think that's everybody. And, you know, I I talked to some of our guys who work with us here, and he was like, yeah, if you get over a certain amount of hours, you, they really start taking the taxes out. I said, I honestly, it is just your eyes playing tricks on you because the tax rate doesn't change. Just the more you make, the more the they, more take they keep. Yeah. They more they take out. So, yep. um, and it sucks Yep. because what's the incentive to work 80 hours a week and get 40 hours of overtime? Because when you're paying, you know, so much in taxes, what's the, and that's what he said. Well, what's the point if yeah, I'm going to well, pay that much in taxes and, and yes, you're getting more money. Yes. For, you know, a time and a half, but, yep. um, it's yep. hard, you know, it's hard for, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. 
Totally get it. Yep. So. Well. I don't know. What else you got? What do I have? Yeah. Anything? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. How long have we been chatting? Oh, we've probably been on here 45 minutes or so. Man, it's been a long time since we've been up here. Yeah. It's nice I, I, like get... I said, it just sucks that I don't, I'm not prepared. And yeah. that's just because I'm busy. Yeah. Super busy. Yeah. And it just makes it tough. Yeah. But you know what the thing was, as I was trying to get some show prep going today, uh-huh. the stories that I found are the exact, maybe different variations. Yes. By and large, the exact stories that we've had two months ago. I think it's kind of boring too. It does. Like, I don't want. It gets old. Like, I, 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 the Bud Light thing and this Mulvaney guy. Yuck. You know? And you haven't stopped drinking Bush Light. Why? No. Why? If I drink Bush Light, I'd be like, sorry, I'm going to drink something. Because I still, I like their product. I liked, I like the product. I, I just like Bush Light. And, and you know what? <laughs> just saying. I just like, same thing with Carhartt. You remember that whole deal yeah. during COVID? I, I'm wearing a Carhartt shirt right now, too. I, I don't know. I, I like what they have to offer. I'm not going to. Yeah, they're idiots. Am I going? Do I think that Anheuser-Busch made a s- stupid decision? Absolutely. Have you watched the way they've tried to walk it back? Of course. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Aren't they throwing out like all these patriotic videos and messaging right now? <laughs> Trying to and shit like that. But I, yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, but I think that that's where Americans are making these big corporations, big companies like say, hey, this isn't what we want. You know, this isn't what we want. Don't go down this road. And like Trump has always said, as you go woke, you go broke. And that's true. Right. That's true. These diversity and inclusions, I'm hearing of more offices closing, more departments in places closing and closing. Yeah. Because they're stupid. Bed, bath, and beyond. Exactly. I mean, they kicked Mike Lindell completely out of that place. Look Mm -hmm. where they're at now. Trying to figure out how to close their last few stores. Yep. Because they went completely busted ass bankrupt. Yep. And you know that this that this woke ideology, these people that just, they think that they have to, you know, what is it, the social credit score now that these companies are supposed mm-hmm. to be going by? I'm sure that's what this dipshit at Bud Light was thinking. I'll get, we'll get a higher social credit rating if I have Dylan Mulvaney, uh, we're going to be supporting the, the transgender community, mm-hmm. yeah, which is stupid. Who, you always have to remember who is it that is buying your products. Yeah. I mean, think about this. Yeah. You notice they did that with Bush or Bud Light. They didn't do it with Bush. You realize what kind of shock that would have been to have John Deere tractors on Bush Light cans last summer and Dylan Mulvaney on a Bush Light can this summer. Talk about not knowing your audience. And even at that, even at that, a lot of Bud Light drinkers look at Charlie Trucker on TikTok. Every one of his TikToks. I mean, that's kind of a staple. He's standing there holding his Bud Light, talking about him and Old Blue. and, and uh, Is he recently now? Yeah. He's not he's changing still, anything. For real? Oh, not that I know of. Okay. And, and whatever. If he doesn't want to. If it pisses you off that bad, if it makes you that mad, mm-hmm. don't buy it. But don't sit here and parade around to me that I need to stop buying it. You know? I, I just... I'm sorry. I like the product. I'm going to keep buying it. Yeah. I, t- t- womp womp. I think they're idiots, but they're not going to change my mind about what I think about transgender people. I think they're freaking crazy. Yeah. I think they've got serious, serious screws loose. And I think they're destroying themselves as well as the foundation of society. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to support it. Yeah. But just because I'm drinking an Anheuser-Busch product doesn't mean that I'm supporting transgender rights. It kind of does, No, though. it doesn't. It kind of does. Because if you're using your dollars as bullets, then you are supporting what they are putting out. Okay, so you know how we have Sling TV, and the only reason we have it is because Fox News is on yes. it, and it's a way we can internet stream Fox yes. News, right? yes. I'm not boycotting Fox News because I'm pissed at Fox News because they fired Tucker. Yeah. I'm boycotting them now because the one program they had that yep. I liked, yep. they took off. Mm-hmm. I have no, I got no use for their product. That's true. You know, that's, that's, that's the reason. That's true. And we don't support Nickelodeon, but we buy Sling and it also has Nickelodeon in it and Disney and all those things. So and, I get, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I can totally understand where people were, would say, if you're using your dollars as bullets and you're paying attention to where your money is going, then yeah, stop buying it. And then yeah. you stop supporting this marketing executive who went crazy and said, oh, trannies are the ones who are drinking Bud Light. <laughs> so- See, that's what I'm saying. Like, talk about not knowing your target yeah. not knowing the people that's buying your product but imagine living in a world where you didn't really know a whole lot of bud light drinkers and you thought that transvestites were your bud light customers like i can't even imagine I that can't world. either I, that's what i'm saying once again <laughs> just being completely out of touch and this is probably another one of those college educated absolute morons and i hate saying that word but at the same time that like let's call it what it is they're transvestite people and then a lot of them are pushing for mutilation like child mutilation well yeah changing you know sex for this is a real thing and, and it's scary that this is it's in minnesota i believe they just they're trying to get something passed where they they can do it without the parents yeah no. I, I heard that on the news this past that's week crazy. that's it's just crazy. unbelievable unbelievable that you know when joe biden comes out in a speech this week says that you know no kid is their parents kid it's our child it's our child like yeah. no well, no that's not no. true alden is our child yeah me and your child and to hell with he the is government not the united states of america's kid <laughs> no not at all they might have given him a social security number uh, but that's it exactly. you and i gave him life exactly hmm. yep exactly and you know as i Going out and shopping for my bush light, walking into a cooler, up to a cooler. Mm-hmm. One thing I have noticed, the Bud Lights are not being touched. They're not moved. Like, there is not even a case or a six-pack missing. So That's completely anecdotal from right here in southeastern Illinois. Yeah. But that's what I've noticed around here. I guess they could sell it for septic system cleaner here pretty soon. It expires on the shelf, you know just the yeast in the beer will help clean it yeah exactly i actually had a plumber tell me that one time once a week dump a full beer down your drain oh. and the if you have a if you're hooked up like we are to just a, a septic tank out here yeah he said dump a full beer in your septic tank and the yeast that's in that beer will help keep the uh microbes alive that chew up your toilet paper and all oh. the stuff that's floating around down there in your septic tank cool. help keep it cleaned out and and the fluids moving cool he did tell me that yeah well, maybe they can sell it for that here. Pretty yeah, soon. yeah. Start a different marketing campaign. Honestly, they could Bud probably Light. get more out of it doing that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you drink too much of it. You don't need it to be broke down because it's broke Gross. down. Oh, okay. Anyway. All right. I knew exactly where you were going with that. Well, I mean, Yuck. you open the door, I walk through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going to talk about California? I do. Okay. I have some stories.
go three weeks and not have a California story. I got two of them today. And one of them is from two or three weeks ago. The story is, it's just unbelievable. Are you rummaging around on your desk, like finding articles? You're like, oh, this is a good one. I printed these two off today. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> in the time that I have, these are a couple of them that I emailed myself. From the AP, California church must pay $1.2 million oh. for breaking COVID rules. Did you hear about this? Barely. Oh my gosh. Let's read it. A California church that defied safety regulations during the COVID-19 pandemic by holding large, unmasked religious services must pay $1.2 million in fines, a judge has ruled. Calvary Chapel in San Jose was fined last week for ignoring Santa Clara County's mask-wearing rules between November of 2020 and June of 2021. The church will appeal according to the San Jose Mercury News. Mm-hmm. Calvary was one of large, one of several large California evangelical churches that flouted state and local mask wearing and social distancing rules designed to prevent the spread of COVID-19 during its <laughs> deadliest period. Is it, isn't that funny? <sighs> Is it less deadly now? Uh, no, no, yeah. I'm just asking. Just asking. <laughs> I don't know. No, I did don't. Did something think... change about it that I don't know? It's less deadly now, or did we just kind of get more used to it? And it's just something everybody's decided. You know what? We're just gonna have to live with this. I don't give me my freedom back during its deadliest period. Okay. Whatever. That has led to a tangled web of court rulings and challenges. Calvary Chapel sued the county, arguing that the health orders violated its religious freedom. Various courts have ruled either in favor. Let's see here. Various courts have (laughs) ruled either in favor of the church or the county. So in other words, depending on the judge you get is who's going to be on the side of the church or the side of the state. Right. Do we know how many Trump appointed judges we have? In California? I don't have any idea. Okay. Just curious. But obviously this judge that, I mean, he's the guy that said you, you're going to pay a fine of $1.2 million for uh, not ma- not forcing your uh, people in your congregation to wear a mask. This, this, all can, this all comes in April of 2023. Yeah. Whenever it's, there are so many articles you can go find now that says the mask didn't do a damn thing. Nothing nothing that wool is thick over some eyes now like they have they have to be willingly not looking at facts so even if even if they were breaking the law and i don't think they broke any damn law but even let's just devil's advocate they were breaking a law right Mm. just playing devil's advocate but then news comes out as your law was completely stupid it was completely flawed it was based on a bunch of shit that wasn't true and these masks didn't help a damn, didn't, they didn't affect any of the spread. Mm-hmm. You, whether you are wearing a mask or not, it spread the exact same. Right. Did not matter. That has been proven over and over. Yes. Why in the hell would you go on ahead and find these people $1.2 million? I don't get it. Here's the other thing that I want to know about this. Power. <laughs> well, liberalism, yeah. California. Yeah. Here's the other thing I want to know. What? Whoa, 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 you bunch of liberal idiots. What about the separation of church and state you guys always talk about? 
Remember, you, you can't bring church into the state. Well, then you can't bring state into the church. Do you not remember? They were fining people and threatening to close down churches if you sang in church. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember all that just madness that was going on right in the beginning of it. Yeah. Like, I, just ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, I mean, what about church and state? You're not allowed to bring church. You're not, you can't bring God into school. That's separation of church and state. Well, I want separation of state and church then. I wouldn't be surprised if the Liberty Council doesn't get a hold of this or somebody's affiliate gets a hold of this and then they, they take this all the way. I, I, I doubt this church is going to end up paying this. Right. I, I, not in the real world would this happen. <laughs> it's not the real world. It's California. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but still, the fact that you have a piece of shit judge mm-hmm. that would say this mm-hmm. and do this to, of all things, a church, a place of worship, a place where people celebrate God and our maker. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sue them for what? I bet you this church doesn't have $1.2 million. Not very many of them would. I mean, it maybe if it's a big enough one mm-hmm. out there, but most churches I'm sure don't have $1.2 million just laying around. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, the other thing I wonder California church must pay $1.2 million for breaking COVID rules. Well, is a rule a law? No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what'd they do? I don't know. Just. They guaranteed you they were singing hymns. Guaranteed. It's, I, I still think this is the, just another little uh, tentacle of the liberal Democrats all out war mm-hmm. on good people and Christians and people who have faith in a higher being and have more faith in that higher being than they do humanity. Mm-hmm. And when I say humanity, I mean conservatives or liberals, mm-hmm. but people who have faith. Because according to liberals, I know I, as a conservative, I sure in the hell don't think this, but according to liberals, you should have faith in nothing but them and their power when they are elected to power to take care of you and give you a good life. And if you don't, you get punished just like this. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems to me like. But we need some separation of state and church now. That's what it looks to me like. Um, do you want me to play the California update song again? No, no, no. that's okay. No, no, that's oh, okay. No. okay. You can go ahead and turn right. that off. <laughs> and your second, your, your second update. Your second California update from the Epoch Times. California approves rule banning diesel trucks by 2036. I did hear about this. <sighs> Are we going to open up that shop? The open up what? On the state line. I just said that. I, that was in my notes here. Oh, okay. <laughs> the California Air Resources Board, CARB, mm. Approved new regulations and voted to ban the sale of diesel big rig trucks by 2036 and require all trucks to be zero emissions by 2042, the company announced Friday. Hmm. So I guess in 2036, you're not going to be able to buy a diesel engine truck in California. In 2042, you're not even going to be allowed to drive the damn thing down the highway in California if you already had it. This isn't freedom. But how are they going to move anything? There's a ton of farms out there. 
I guess they're going to have to get on the wait list for those electric semis. Like the, There's a massive amount of vegetables grown. Yeah. In California. A massive amount. I guess they're just going to have pickup trucks on wagons, on wagons, on wagons. <laughs> but the internal combustion engine is going to be outlawed too, remember? Oh, that's right. I guess we're going I mean, back to we're horses We're going back to horses. Buggies. Yeah. 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 And if you remember, oh, gosh, no, it's all going to go to electricity is what they're saying. But here, once again, it's all going back to electricity in the land that was the inaugural space for rolling blackouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, last summer, Gavin Newsom told everybody, you know, we're going to have to even throttle how much you can charge your car because of rolling blackouts. Hmm. For the people that did have electric vehicles. It's, it's, what a joke. Where's this electricity coming from? We've said this forever. So, two things. Number one, once again, what you just said, we need to be buying property on the Nevada side of the California border. That way, at least up until 2042, <laughs> we can keep those people with diesel Moving. engines and keep those poor farmers that's out there yeah. trucking their produce yeah. on over here to everybody else because we love what they produce. Let me ask you this question. Five years ago, do you think that this would have been a news story? Do you, like, if you... From California, probably. Five five years ago. Yeah. Would you be thinking, if somebody told you five years ago, they are going to ban gas stoves, and then they're going to ban diesel trucks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's far-fetched, even to say it out loud right now. This is the world. Five years ago, would you think this battle of transgender shit would be as big Absolutely as it is Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, look not. how far backwards we've no. come. In two years. Yeah. In two years. Three years now. This is on a warp speed. This is this is something impressive. I must say. Yeah. I mean, they mm-hmm. somebody was in the back background with, I mean, they, they had, had the chambers plan. loaded. Yep. They yep. were ready. They just needed the opportunity to start firing the bullets, and they have. And they stole the election, and it made it happen. So anyway, crazy. I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm thinking about all these diesel engine trucks being outlawed, the big rigs. And I'm like, well, what's, what are they going to do? It's going to have to be an electric semi, which Tesla makes an electric semi. So I researched that for you guys a little bit. Went straight to Tesla semi's uh, website. Uh, they cost $250,000. Oh, the price has gone down a bit. A little bit. And they have a 500 mile range on a full charge, okay. which... Is that fully loaded with product? Yeah, that, yeah that's okay. a loaded semi they claim can drive up to 500 miles on a full charge. Okay. Which, if you, on a full tank of diesel, you'd definitely be able to do the same thing. You actually, on a full tank of diesel, you'd drive more than that. But here's what the Tesla site claims. The Tesla semi is 2.5 times cheaper per mile to charge with electricity than to refuel with diesel. So they're saying that your your fuel, which in this case is electricity, mm-hmm. is going to be cheaper if they'll let you charge it in the state of California with a rolling blackout going on all the time. Uh, they also say you can recover up to 70% of your range in one of these semis in a 30-minute charge using Tesla's semi-charger. But you would have to use Tesla's semi-charger. And I don't know what the hell that means, but that's what they say. Here's the one that I found interesting and kind of impressive. The Tesla electric semi can accelerate from 0 to 60 in 20 seconds fully loaded. Whoa. That's actually getting it. That's getting it. So, 
that must be where they're going to go. I just, I still wonder where all this electricity is going to come from because solar and wind ain't going to cut it, folks. It's not going to happen. So, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. That's all I have to say about that is, hmm. I can't imagine a world where we don't drive semis. And I can't imagine a world that we pass on the interstate all these electric semis charging up in their charging stations. Like, I can't yeah. imagine that world. I, I, I mean, not yet anyway. Uh, not yet. We don't even have infrastructure across the U.S. Right. To, like, support something like that. No. And, and I mean, I wonder how many of the semis have, have their batteries caught on fire yet. Ooh, good point. <laughs> you know, I just wonder. These are things I wonder. I we don't need know. to talk to our insurance agent about the amount of claims that they've had for these electric cars. Remember, because there was a big, oh, yeah. big push for do not park them inside. If you do, your house coverage will not cover your right. f- house fire. And there's parking garages in certain places that yeah. said, if you drive an electric vehicle, you're not allowed to park in here. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if it catches fire, we can't put it out. Yeah. Which crazy? I think's hilarious. It's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> How stupid but can you be and breathe? Speaking of uh, this renewable energy stuff. Uh-huh. I'm done with my stack of stuff, but okay. anyway, I've got a story to tell you. Okay. So Jess and I just bought a basically 20 acre field, just about a mile away from us. We did. Yes. It's right yeah. behind a church, a little, a little, a Lick Prairie Christian church is what it's called, but, um, right behind a church and we just closed on it in, what was that? Late March. It's been four or five weeks ago. Yeah. I'd say. Then it became officially ours. It's 20 acre. Field. It's all tillable. Yeah, it's on a hill, and I can make pretty good crops on hills. So we bought it. Won the bid. We got it. Two weeks later, the solar Nazis are at the farm <laughs> wanting to talk to me about leasing that ground to put solar panels on. Mm-hmm. All I can say is these people are on top of their game. Yeah. Because they would have had to went to the courthouse and rummage through the latest of latest paperwork. Yeah. The transactions. To find out that I now own that property. Yeah. Because otherwise they would never know that. Just amazing to me. It's almost kind of sketchy. Yeah. It's like kind of creepy a little bit. Well, I just. Like somebody's paying attention, you know. Yeah. You know, China's buying farm ground. Nobody pays attention. They don't care. It feels like. (laughs) Somebody's watching me. Yeah. Um. That is kind of creepy, though. It is. It's a, it is. It's a bit creepy. And naturally, as Ryan yeah. Peters, as a super nice guy, too. And he was a super nice guy to me. I yeah. mean, I, I call them solar Nazis just because I just, that's what I call them. But you just don't, it's not, self, it's not self-sustaining, so it doesn't make sense to and you. I'm just. Something that's government subsidized is eventually going to go away. Right? Well, yeah, and I, I'm scared of the mess it might leave behind, and I yeah. just flat-ass don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in it. Why do we, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. I just you know, and he, he did a good job of trying to sell me on it. You know, hey, you know, you just bought this property. You probably wouldn't even have to work at all. And here's your net that you would Because that's make. how we roll. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good way to start a seller. Right. You know, here, check this investment out. You yeah. don't have to work for anything. and It's going to pay for itself. <laughs> hmm. That's weird. Yeah. But that right there, that should throw a red flag up in front of everyone. I would mm-hmm. think, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But he said, he said, you know, you wouldn't have to work for it. Just this, this ground make its own payment or whatever. And 
He's, I, I think he was going to offer me $1,200 an acre for it, which, I mean, honestly, for not doing nothing, I, I can see why a guy that owns ground who is not a farmer and, like, let's just say gets a, a cash rent of maybe $200 an acre per year. Mm-hmm. I can see why a guy who's not a farmer that owns ground like that would go, well, hell yeah, you can have it. Especially if you're, I'm 50 years old. It's a 30 mm-hmm. year lease. I'll be 80 by the time it's done. I don't give a shit what happens to it after that anyway. Right. I'm going to be 80. Yeah. You know, um, what I told him is I, I said, you know, I was like $1,200 an acre and I don't even have to, I have no lift risk. Don't yeah. have to lift, lift a finger. I don't have to worry about rain. They property tax, like they pay property they're taxes They're going to pay all the property right? taxes yeah. in case the county or whoever wanted to get aggressive because now they're not going to zone it agricultural. They're going to try to zone it commercial. If that did happen somehow, some way, somewhere, they're going to, they agreed they'd pay all the property taxes, whatever, which I have a problem with that too. I don't want anybody but me paying my property taxes. That way nobody could come back and say, well, I've been paying the property taxes on this place for the last 15 years. I think yeah. I should claim some sort of ownership to it. No. But, yeah, yeah. No. But the thing I told him is I just said, listen, I said, you're not given a bad deal. It doesn't sound like. Um, I don't know if $1,200 an acre is going to look very good here in 10 years. I have no clue. What? You got your hand up? Go ahead. <laughs> Does it sound like a deal that's too good to be true? They pay your property taxes. You don't have to work. You purchase the property. It makes its own payments, and you don't have to lift a finger. No investment into the ground. No work in the ground. No planting the seed, soil, nothing. They guarantee if they if they leave, they'll clean it all up, and you'll they'll return it just the way it was. They do have a guarantee now? That's what they say. Hmm. I still want to know what happens when the company goes broke. Okay. Oh, Anyways. there's there's a bond that's going to clean this place up. Yeah, well, that doesn't work very good in the oil field. That's the reason there's all kinds of unplugged oil wells everywhere out here. Yeah. The company that owned the oil well went broke. Now what do you do with it? What do you do with the oil well? Supposedly there was a bond to plug all these. Where'd mm-hmm. all that money go? Well, it's gone. Mm. Go figure. The mm-hmm. government was managing the money, and the government can't manage money. Okay. But anyway. It sounds like it's too good to be true, in my opinion. It, we're going to find out. He said next year, all this around here is going to be, a lot of this anyway, is going to be solar panels. That's really sad. It's, it's just what it is. Yeah. And I can see why some of these guys would do it. Sure. I, I get it. I sure. get it. If you're not a farmer, especially, I get it. You'd make a hell of a lot more money. But the thing I told him is I just said, you know, I've got two sons. And I know one of them is, he wants to farm. I said, and I'm looking at the little one at four years old. And I got a feeling he's going to want to farm. And if I go give any or all the ground that I own to you, guess what they're not going to be able to do? Mm-hmm. I, may, I Yes, maybe I would make more money giving it to you. But I'd watch the farm go to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. Real fast. Or maybe not hell in a handbasket, but it would diminish their opportunity mm-hmm. to farm. And I know... It, he said something along the lines of, well, you know, you're making good money on this ground. Maybe you could take it and go buy ground elsewhere. And I just said, yeah, just like everybody else that you're paying this money to is going to bid me up on the next piece of ground mm-hmm. because they're also get- getting $1,200 an acre. Yeah. You know, it, some things are more, more valuable to me than money. Sure. I don't think a lot of people look at it that way, though. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of greed out there that just say, "Oh, the money, money, money," and it looks good, and this this ground is crap anyway, and 
yeah, it's more of a headache to deal with. And right. Well, I, I would much rather here in fifteen or twenty years watch both my boys farm it and only take forty percent of whatever they produce off of it, mm-hmm. and they'll be good farmers because I'm going to teach them how to farm. And I'd rather just take forty percent off of that and get to watch them earn a living and be able to feed their families. Yeah. Then just take the twelve hundred bucks, put it in me in your pocket, and tell the boys to go get a job in town. Yeah. And nothing wrong with the job in town. And if either of them want to do that, I am full support of it. Sure. As long as they're pulling their own weight, I don't have a problem. Yep. But I, 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 I have the ability to give them an opportunity to farm, and that's what I'm going to do. So. Hmm. So then, after I said that I wouldn't, uh, after I said I wasn't interested in leasing for solar panels, he said, "Well, can we get an easement across you? That way we can Are run an electric line." <laughs> <laughs> did you just say no i said i don't know i, I said you present me that. with that paperwork yeah he goes well it'd be a, a big big buried electric line and all it'll be underground i mean well underground below where you're ever going to mess tell with them it. we're going to charge them twelve hundred twelve hundred dollars a An foot acre. <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> i For guarantee if they wanted to do it they're going to pay dearly yeah. to come across my ground yeah. to do it yeah dearly mm-hmm so you and the church need to get together. I guess we in the church need to get together and say, Hey, listen, yeah. don't let them come across your ground. I'm not going to let them come across our ground. Well, I mean, the church ain't <laughs> going to sign up for any of that. I wouldn't think maybe they would. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But speaking of that church, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they're this, expanding. Yeah. The, the right? church itself is, uh, it's just like a small, it's just, like I said, it's just a small country church, but I mean, they've got a pretty good congregation. I mean, a good number mm-hmm. of people that go there and they're all good people. There's some, a lot of them are my neighbors, but, uh, I think they wanted to buy that 20 acres cause it laid right beside them. And obviously that would have been probably a chunk of money that I'm not, I had no idea what the church's finances are, but to buy 20 acres, a church to buy 20 acres, you'd have to want her pretty bad. Right. And I'd say that probably didn't work out. So the second that they found out that I bought it, they approached me and said, you know, we're wanting to expand, build another building, maybe build another church, or I don't know what they want to build, maybe a recreation hall or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we need an acre or two to do it. Would you be willing to sell? I was like, you bet your rear end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they said, well, well you know, we'll, we'll give you a premium for the ground because we just appreciate you working for me mm-hmm. or working for our church and, and working with us. And I said, I said, yeah. It's like, you're not. I'm going to sell you the two <laughs> acres at the exact same rate per acre that I purchased it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to profit a penny off God. And if you do, try to give me a profit the only person that's going to gain is <laughs> the, government. the government because i'll have to pay capital gains on it yeah. and then whatever's left over i'm going to give back to the church yeah so yeah i'm going to help them out i'm proud to say that i i, I just i don't know the world needs more church the, the world needs more christianity the, the world yeah. needs more good people and you got to remember there's a reason why they shut down all the churches and they left all the liquor stores open yeah and walmart's yeah, yeah. you know Shut down the churches. You can't even sing at church. Yeah. And if you don't mask your patrons, then right. we're going to find you over a million dollars. So, so it's extremely sad. I'm happy to say that if I was in a better financial position, which I mean, I would just give them the two acres, mm-hmm. but I mean, farm ground's not cheap anymore. Right. It's not like I just paid $500 an acre for that ground. Right. So if they just, they give me what I paid for it. I think that's a square, square deal. So I, I go from 20 acres, maybe down to eight, 18, 17 or 18. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. deal. Yeah. So. That's fun. Yeah. 
It was fun to get in the sprayer with you and sit up there on that yeah. hill for a minute. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, whatever. Because I, I hadn't been there yet. Not like it's far down the road. It's just right down the road. I just hadn't been on the property yet. Right. So, so three weeks ago, whenever I was spraying all my burn down on my corn and soybeans, <laughs> I was loading the sprayer. And it was about, I don't know, six, seven o'clock at night. And I told Jess, I said, hey, you want to ride with me? Yeah. This is our, this is the <laughs> first trip across our new ground, our new farm. <laughs> and I said, heck yeah, I'm getting in. So we got, she got to go ride and spray. And so did mm-hmm. Alden too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was with us. So got to ride with us, spraying the ground for the first time. And that was fun. Yep. That was yep. nice. I really liked it. Yep. So. I get all giddy and stuff about that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so on a lighter note, go ahead. Do you, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Please do. Do you have any, we talked about conspiracy theories earlier, just a minute ago. Okay. Do you have any conspiracy theories? That's like your favorite or like any that you believe in that you're just like, I'm not going to tell anybody that (laughs) I believe that one, but I, but I do think it's true Mm, right now. Not that can come, not not that comes to my mind right off the bat. Okay, I mean, it's, I guess maybe the Tucker Carlson and the reason I think that he got fired. I some people would call is that a theory. A, is yeah, the theory, a conspiracy theory that had everything to do with big pharma. Mm-hmm. If you call that a conspiracy theory, that'd be one of them. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Why do you ask that? Because I was thinking, I I can't get this Twitter post out of my head. And somebody said, what is something that you have believed in this entire time of your entire life? And you're just now realizing that it might not be like you just, you bought into it, not understanding why you bought into it. Huh? This has been months ago. And when I tell you what I've bought into that, I just didn't really think about, you're going to be like, Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I think, you're already laughing. Oh boy. I think that commercial airline seatbelts are a conspiracy theory. The use of commercial airline seatbelts. Okay. Why? Because if it are, goes down, like who cares if you have seatbelts on or not? Like, I think it is a false sense of security. <laughs> I don't think that planes create that much turbulence that a seatbelt is really going to help you stay in your chair. Like if you get in some bumpy skies? Well, and like if the pilot says, let's put on our seatbelts. We're going to hit some turbulence? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I feel like it's a false sense of security, but everybody feels secure because they've got a seatbelt on. Oh. I think it's some sort of... I've never thought about that. Yeah. Never in my life have I thought about a seatbelt in an airplane. Yeah. I did. I mean, whenever we used to fly, I'd always wear mine. Oh, me too. And in your little plane, I would. Yeah. I mean, you can't get out of that thing. <laughs> There's no way you're going to get out. You barely have leg room. Right. So, but then why do, do you think there needs to be seatbelts in small planes like that? I think it's commercial flights. I guarantee you there has been some plane crashes that people were saved. And maybe, maybe you know. From their seatbelt? From having the seatbelt on. Okay. Because there have been some survivors of some pretty bad plane wrecks. Yeah. That... You know, like as a plane is coming in for landing, but isn't it usually like fire happens. or like smoke inhalation, that kind of thing? Like if they do land the plane and then the the plane catches fire, and then whoops, I, now you're in your seatbelt. I I don't and you know. Can't get out. I don't know. I I do not know. Yeah. So you think about it, like there's not a whole lot of turbulence. 
in commercial airlines or pilot. I mean, private airlines. I, I Yeah, that's like if a plane had to ditch. If they had to ditch and they were in the, you know, over the ocean. Yeah. Do you wear your seatbelt or do you not? Or do you just put your floating device on? Well, but I mean, <laughs> I don't if know. they ditch in the ocean, you know it's going to end up at the bottom of the ocean. I sure in the hell don't want to be strapped to it. That's no. not going to be any good. No, you're going down no matter what. Just kind of wondering. Yeah, of course you grab your seat or your seat cushion that's supposed to float. Yeah, and whatever yeah. the Tommy Boy thing is, you put it around your neck and you pull the yeah. string in it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, do you wear the seatbelt as you're coming in for a landing on it? I don't because let's so. say the plane did break apart. Yeah. And somehow or another, it broke to where you could live, but you're stuck to this damn seat. <laughs> this is kind of a, this is dark humor that we're, we're getting just, into. Yeah, but, I, I, see, I've never thought about anything See, like and that. I've gone down this hole of thinking, and it's not really that I've had any direction. I've just been thinking more and more about commercial airlines. Well, belts. I mean, just, just the whole seatbelt <laughs> thing, just... The whole seatbelt thing. I think we've talked about this on the podcast yeah. before. I just, I disagree with it all. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of a seatbelt. I think they are good, but I think you should, you should have the, the right as an adult to decide whether or not you you want to wear one for the simple fact that motorcycles that go up and down the road. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You don't have to wear a helmet in Illinois unless they've changed it, but you do have you to wear You obviously don't glasses. because I saw one just two days ago where the rider was going okay. down the road. 55, 60 mile an hour, yeah. no helmet. Okay. Just but sunglasses. you do have to wear glasses. Yeah, just sunglasses. Some, some sort of glasses. But I mean, that's the whole that's the whole BS about seat belts. It's like, okay, mm. in Illinois, a, 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 a motorcycle is legal, but you can't get in your car without a seatbelt on. That's weird. This is stupid. And they give out fee- they give out fines for those. I think oh, hell yeah. Every now and then the state, seat the state police will have like a seatbelt enforcement weekend where that's what they're looking for. <laughs> you know? I only see them turning over, you know, pulling over uh, semi-drivers. Boy, they're terrible about that. So. So I'm on uh, Facebook, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and I finally got accepted because i just joined facebook again what back in around christmas Has no it even it a been a be- year no i hadn't been nah, it was before that it's okay. probably last august maybe okay. but uh there's this facebook website called uh L- dot watch not oh, illinois just okay. dot watch yeah and i can tell it's mostly people from like my area oh okay general like from st louis over to maybe evansville north to maybe champaign illinois yeah and it's all it is is just people who are members. They've got over 5,200 subscribers or whatever. Now I finally got admitted to where I'm a subscriber to it. And they just post where they see the DOT sitting. Hey, portables down here on I-64, <laughs> mile marker 222. Like, wow. if you're a semi, you just look at Like, now whenever I leave the farm, uh-huh. I always check it real quick. You check that page. Yeah. Because okay. one day whenever okay. I was going to go down to the cave and get some ag lime, they said that the portables are sitting right along my path. Uh-huh. Yeah, I figured out something else to do that day. <laughs> You did, yeah. I, I didn't go to the cave, right? Because you don't want to take the I chance to get pulled over. Don't want the over. harassment, even even if I'm completely legal on weight. They're still going to look at your semi, and there's not a damn one of them out here running that's mm-hmm. completely legal. Mm-hmm. Not a damn one of them. Yeah, yeah. And so, why even bother? So, so speaking of trucking, man, mm-hmm. I'm an hour thirty one is what we've been on. Right oh now. wow, okay. Time's uh, flying when you're it having is. fun. I, I am kind of having fun all here right. for not being uh, prepared, <laughs> prepared at all. <laughs> So I was at the Road Ranger truck stop in Grayville, Illinois, here about a month ago, and I'm getting diesel because I go by there all the time when I'm hauling grain. Uh huh. 
And the guy in front of me was obviously a semi-driver, and he was paying for his diesel, and he told the attendant, I'm going to pay for this through the app Mudflap. And I listened to him say that, and he gave this this the uh, the cashier some sort of code, and I didn't think twice about it. He, he paid. He, that's how he paid for it, though, was this, co- this code. On his phone or in his pocket? Well, he had wallet? the code on his phone, and he read the code off to the cashier. Okay. And then the cashier punched it in the computer, and she said, okay, you're ready to go fuel. I just thought, huh, mud flap, whatever. I, I, when I told her what I wanted, put $400 on this pump, I'm going to put mm-hmm. diesel on my semi. Okay, fine. Well, I was walking out, and as I was walking past this guy's truck, he's fueling up and washing his windows and stuff, and I said, hey, what is this mud flap app? He goes, oh. He goes, in my opinion, you're stupid for driving a semi and not having it. I said, why? He said, it saves you money on diesel. Hmm. He said, see, like right here at Road Ranger, they're charging four thirty six for diesel. He goes, I just bought mine for three eighty five. I was like, really? And he pulled up the app and he showed it to me. That's all it is. Hmm. You give Mudflap your credit card. That sets your account up. And... Every time you buy diesel, it goes on your credit card. But instead of the transaction going through Road Ranger or Flying J or Loves or whatever, it goes through Mudflap. And it just, I mean, I've, every fill-up that I've done since then, I've saved 50 bucks. Yeah, it's not a whole lot of money, but $50 is $50. How does that 50, work, I, I, And I don't understand how they make money doing it. What, what, are, there the, what the, are the terms and agreements that you've done? What did you sell? Did you sell your kidney when they need it? I think the way this works <laughs> Are they is gonna come and get you? Mud flap goes out and they strike up deals with these gas stations. They're like brokers. And and the idea is and Mudflap is selling their service to these gas stations like we are offering these truckers a discounted rate of fuel. You don't even have to worry about the money. We will pay you. Mudflap will pay Flying J for the fuel. Mm. Then we will turn around and bill the trucker. The, why would and you know flying jay might say well what's that going to gain me mm-hmm. and they say well we're going to save this trucker upwards 30 maybe 40 maybe even 50 cents a gallon on diesel depending on what our deals are we're going to save this truck it's going to entice him to pull into your place and fuel up well what happens whenever you pull in to fuel up you go in you get a pepsi or maybe you get a full-blown a lunch, gallon of milk or in yeah. some cases he's over the road truckers <laughs> go take showers, Yeah, you know, utilize so many of their other services, which is actually how these truck stops make money. Uh-huh. It gets them in the place as to where otherwise they might've just drove right on by and look for the next place to buy gas. But anyway, mud flap is what the app's called. I blew my mind and I'm saving between 30 to 50 bucks every fill up just for using it. And there's, there's no quarterly charge, no yearly charge, no subscription, no nothing. There's got to be some, there's got to be a catch. All I do whenever I pull up there. Start speaking Chinese. No. I'm sorry. (laughs) All I do whenever you pull up there, you just say, you, you tell the app what gas station you're at Uh and you say request code. It gives you a code. You take that code inside and you tell the person working there and Actually, now I I just punch the code in on the keypad where you would swipe your credit card. Oh, okay. You punch that code in, it turns on your pump, and you go out and pump your truck full. Really? And it's true. It's absolutely true. That's crazy. Yeah. So, but otherwise, how do they make money besides maybe trying to sell that? I don't know. I don't have any idea. 
Because it sounds like a middleman, an unneeded middleman for... That's what it sounds like. ...for gas or diesel. And why not become a rewards member with that gas station? Don't ask me. Like what... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just sounds like an extra step and unneeded. Well, and see, that's another thing. I'm not a rewards member for any of these truck stops. Right. As like a bunch of truckers are. But even at that, it still asks, do you have rewards? Because mm-hmm. I think you would still get benefits from your re- reward card Weird. as well as the savings in diesel from buying it through Mudflap. So. Like, can we fill up the car with? No, it's only diesel. Only and it's, diesel. And it's not DEF. Okay. It's only diesel. Okay. So. Hmm. But I think there's other other uh, apps for gasoline. I just heard hmm. one on advertised on the radio the other like, day. I can't remember what it's called. Instead of mud flap. Upside. Oh. Have you ever heard of the Upside app? No. Don't quote me that that's the one, but I think okay. that's one for gas, Upside. Hmm. But I don't know. I could be totally wrong on that. And I've never looked into it. Very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So there's your consumer tip for the day. But... Anyway, you about done. Mm, yeah, I think I so. Mean, I mean, I have I need, zero notes. So I have zero anything written down on my page except for doodles. I need to go to the go to the field oh, that's that I right. finished last night, get the planner, right. bring it back up here. I got a flat tire on it. Mm-hmm. Had to air it up last night to get running. and Need to get that fixed while I'm waiting on it to warm up and dry out, just be ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, Are anyway. you ready for this week? I don't know. It's going to be like 77 by Friday. Yeah, it's going to take a minute. <laughs> it's shitty out right uh, now. It is well, so cold it, and windy. It was ice and hailing this morning. Yeah, it's it crazy. Ugly. And Cody's up there planting beans right now. Oh, he's a crazy. He's a he's a crazy. Uh, one. Like I said, I don't think anybody's crazy for planting. <laughs> Me and another farmer that's up the road here, we've texted back and forth a couple times, and he was laying off planting too. They started planting and they pulled back because all this cold temperature. Because we had what really two, day, two days of like upper seventies and low eighties, yes. and that's when everybody started. And everybody rolling. just lost their head. Yeah, they I mean, just, working till ten o'clock lost yeah, their head. Yeah, going like rain's nuts. coming. <laughs> but all you had to do is <laughs> look no at ten day outlooks. Like, oh man, there's a high of forty eight next week. Yeah. <laughs> low Ugh. of thirty two. One of those nights, I think, got down to twenty eight. I think that's when I got excited and I'm like, I need some seed for my grass. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, But we don't have the irrigation turned on yet, so I had to go buy some sprinklers. <laughs> I'll tell you what, your mistakes cost me a lot of money. They were $4 sprinklers. Calm down. I, good thing I got mud flap. <laughs> good thing you're saving us money because I'm doing nothing but spending it. <laughs> yes. Oh, whoops. Oh, that's man. the wrong sound patch. Oh, my man. bad. Yeah, My bad. We're Dang. gonna have to do songs of summer here pretty soon. It's coming up. It's about a month. I don't away. know. I don't even know if summer's gonna get here. Well, yeah, like that. <laughs> it's true. Summer might have been those two eighty degree days. So oh, anyway, let's see if this is the right sound pattern. Okay. It is. All right, folks, we're gonna get out of here. It's been so good to be with you again. We'll do our best to be back next Sunday, if not just for an hour. But anyway, you were born an American. Don't forget to be one. Leah Thomas is still a boy. We will see you next week, folks. Adios. Jesus is king. And Jesus is always king. (laughs) Man, how did I forget that? (laughs) See you guys.